We can read all the self-help books available. We can get all the tips, all the tricks that there are out there, but we can still end up feeling lost and empty and helpless because we were never meant to help ourselves. Thirty-five thousand decisions. That's the average number one adult makes a day. Some are minuscule, others are paradigm shifting. But how many are we making, and we're not even considering the ripple effect they're setting into motion? She chooses as a place purpose to help women harness decision-making power by allowing God to open our eyes and give us courage to make the one that leads to obedience to His plan, the one that leads us to the promise. Of hope and future that he's laid out for each of us. If you find yourself in a place where life seems to be obstructing that view, and your current state is stuck, meet me at She Chooses, where together we work intentionally to choose Jesus over and over again. Hey friends, do me a favor. If today's episode speaks to your heart, share it. Share it with a friend, or consider leaving an Apple Podcast review. When you do, you raise she chooses in the search results of others, making it easier for them to find. I love being a woman, and today I want to talk a little bit about being a woman. Specifically, when it comes to perfection and the struggle that so many of us face with it, over the past few years, there seems to be this trend among us as women to embrace imperfection. We can see this in the social world whenever we see different hashtags like "embrace the squish," "love my curves," "my thighs touch," "mom unplugged," "real life," and. So many others that speak of our flaws and really celebrate our lack of perfection. It's really a breath of fresh air because it's beautiful and it feels so liberating. I used to watch this baking show called Nailed It. In it, they have these perfect cakes and desserts that they are exquisite, and they look—they're art. They are art. They are more art than dessert, and. They bring in these normal people as contestants to recreate this beautiful dessert. Then they put the、um, culinary artist created compared to the contestant, and they determine whether or not the contestant nailed it. And usually, the judges are cracking up in their evaluation because the contestant has created something that looks nothing like the baker did. It's hilarious and it's comforting because it resonates so much. Because that is us. That is real life right there, and deserves a real life hashtag. Moments like this, our hearts they they warm our hearts as we embrace our imperfection and the fact that we are not alone in having them. It feels so good to let go of perfection, doesn't it? Like there's this loosening that happens in our chest. Things are lighter. We're more joy filled, and we are so happy. But it seems to be that this embracing of imperfection—it's—it's it's really only momentary. We can quickly profess our pride over our lack of perfection, and then quickly lay that down and chase after something that looks really promising to fulfill us. Because deep within, we have this yearning for perfection, right? 
And this yearning can cause us to forget that we're happier when we aren't striving to create this illusion of perfection. When I think of perfection in my mind, it immediately goes to Hollywood. Hollywood is this glitzy, glamorous place that it presents us this illusion of perfection. This is nothing new. We know good and well that much of what we see from Hollywood is false perfection. We know about all the airbrushing, acting, all of that, but there still seems to be this draw for us to mimic what we see. When I think of Hollywood, my mind jumps to Catherine and Audrey Hepburn, Marilyn Monroe, Meryl Streep, Elizabeth Taylor, Emma Stone, Scarlett Johansson, Selena Gomez, Zendaya Coleman. Beautiful, famous women that appear to have it all. Whether we follow actors, actresses, singers or not, in the world that we live in, it is so crazy hard to be able to not identify famous people. They are marketed to us everywhere, whether it's in social media, products in our stores, billboards, commercials, entertainment. Their faces are everywhere, and with it, their flawlessness has probably at one time or another prompted us to spend a moment or two wondering, what is their life like? You know, the fame, the fortune, all of it. The possibility open to them, it really seems endless and can cause comparison thinking to swarm. She's this, I'm not. She's that, I'm this. And really, without much effort, we begin to measure ourselves against these images of perfection. And we start to focus on everything that we aren't, causing us to focus on what isn't in our life rather than what is. And there we go again, striving for perfection. We live in this culture of painted perfection, and it really isn't limited to Hollywood. We quickly will step away from Hollywood, and we can find the same sort of thing when we're scrolling through the internet. There we find lots and lots and lots of different avenues to walk that they're conducive to this painted perfection mentality. Then that can cause us to stop our embracing of imperfection by zeroing us, zeroing us in on what appears perfect somewhere else prompting us to chase after the same. I love Pinterest. It is such a great resource for ideas. You can literally find millions of things there. I'm fairly certain no one gets these images or these things to look the way that they do on their first shot. I don't get it. I follow every single instruction that they outline and my decorations look like a mess. My party food is not Pinterest perfect, and it leaves me feeling completely stressed out, defeated, and at times, if I'm honest, it slips me into these anxious and depressive thoughts. Yet I'm still chasing after these boards. I'm still trying to recreate these images of perfection because guys, my kids, my family, me, we deserve it because everyone else has it, right? What about Facebook or Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat? I don't know anything about TikTok or Snapchat. I'm not in those, but I'm assuming it's the same thing. Many of us, we're accessing these um, social media platforms and we're doing it multiple times a day, perhaps even all day. And they quickly become this time sucker as we easily get lost in all of these images of happy people and funny memes. For most of us, our social media pages are built of highlights. I'm likely not going to show you the last argument I had with my husband, and I'm probably not going to share with you a picture of my messy home, and you're probably not going to do that either. We want to share the good things in life. Moments of excitement, celebration, 
things are going well. It's interesting to me. We know that that's exactly how we operate our own accounts, yet quickly when we look at another person's, we're assuming we're seeing the whole picture. That's not true. This is not true at all. We'll scroll through we'll scroll through in this moment of boredom. We're trying to break the mundane in our day and find that woman. You know, the one she is so crazy, annoyingly perfect, and the one who appears to have this life of per- perfection. And she has posted yet another flawless selfie. We get lost in her seeming perfection. And there we go thinking, what she's got is working. And there we go again, striving for perfection without even realizing that she's striving for her own perfection. Really, she took 50 pictures just to get the one. Or she has a filter or app that's erasing her flaws, the lines, the dark circles that you don't want anybody to see, and I'm embarrassed when they see them. She spent 20 minutes working to cover hers. Or she bought an app that's hiding them without an ounce of effort. Really, she is just as wrinkled, has just as much gray, and she's battling anxiety just as much as we are. Her marriage actually is on the verge of divorce, and she may be walking through a fire right now battling suicidal thoughts. But she posted that one shot where she mustered the courage to look like she's doing just fine. Because just like us, she's striving to create her own perfection, thinking that is where her satisfaction is lying. And in doing this, is helping to, it's helping her to boost her self-esteem Because the likes, the hearts, the comments, the encouragement that sit on the other side of that post, that's where we think root of all joy is found. I heard someone on the radio recently that had sent my mind spinning as I realized our striving for perfection has gone to a completely different level. We have all heard of staycations, I'm sure. I love them and we try our best to work one in every year. It's a time you take time off and you stay around the house. It's wonderful. Well, there's this thing that's available called a fakecation. Perhaps you have heard about it. Perhaps you haven't. But if you don't, there are these companies that they allow you to upload pictures of yourself and they will Photoshop your image into vacation photos. Then they're going to send them to you so you can post them to your social media pages all in the name of likes, and looking to have this illusion of a life of perfection. Think about that for a moment. We can get so wrapped up in striving for perfection that we're willing to post fake vacation photos where people are going to ask us questions about them. And we're going to have to make up a lie, and then we're going to have to remember the lie that we made up. And I'm exhausted just trying to think of where all that could lead. And we do it all in an attempt to create this illusion of perfection. And I want you to think about that the next time you go to like someone's vacation photos. (laughs) Or maybe, maybe you've stayed away from social media and maybe you've had this happen when you had to go somewhere. And prior to, you ran scenarios through your mind, you know, creating this evening of perfection, thinking who's going to talk to you, what you're going to do there, and then suddenly it doesn't happen, or you're not talked to by the one person you wanted, and there we are with that feeling again, missing the mark of perfection. And there we go, strategizing how to create the perfect experience next time. All illusions of perfection. I don't demonize any of these things. Pinterest is an idea generator for sure. 
Social media, it does help us to stay connected with people that we don't get to spend time with on on the regular. A like on social media, it really does feel good and our desire to do things right is not off base. It's when they take us to that place of defeated thinking that I take issue. Those defeated thoughts that tell us we aren't good enough, we're not pretty enough, we're not valuable enough. Those that send us striving to look or act a certain way, achieve a higher standard of living, they leave us feeling tired, alone, and stressed out. Those thoughts, those are the things that I take issue with because those don't come from the Lord. Fact, we truly do have a yearning for perfection. That is actually programmed into us. However, it's our pursuit of it that gets us thrown off. We take things into our own hands. You know, we try to paint our own faces into perfect. We try to self-help our way into perfection. We take God off his sovereign throne and say, no, God, I can do better than you here. You know, working to control our way into shaping what we think is our own perfection. Friends, we can mask ourselves with all the makeup in the world. Buying into what this world says, you know, mama, if you have dark circles under your eyes, you are not pretty. If you have acne on your face, something is wrong with you. If you have wrinkles appearing on your skin, you can't have the life you dreamed of. Sure, it can make us to look like our culture, feeling like we fit in better, but it doesn't do one ounce of good when it comes to beautifying our soul or making us look like Jesus. We can read all the self-help books available, get all the tips and tricks that there are out there, but still be left feeling empty, lost, and helpless because we were never meant to help ourselves. We were intentionally designed as imperfect creatures in need of a perfect savior. We can do our best to control our way into the perfect life and still be drowning in a sea of depressive thoughts because no matter how much control we have, We just can't get enough because we were never meant to control our way because scripture is clear. A man's heart plans his course, but the Lord determines our steps. It draws my mind to scripture in the book of Luke, where we learn about Jesus's encounter with Mary and Martha says this. Now what happened is they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. I imagine if Martha lived today, she'd have a Pinterest account with a board for the perfect dinner table set up for Jesus. Because just like us, her heart wanted to do something good. We identify with that. We want to be the perfect wife, the patient mom, the most devout believer, the attentive daughter, the prize employee, and even at times a culinary genius. But we get caught up in these well-intentioned things. I really have this like and dislike relationship with Martha. I like her because she makes me laugh and I can't imagine approaching Jesus, savior of the world like she did. I dislike her because the behavior she exhibits, the kind that make me laugh is the same behavior I demonstrate at times, and it makes me cringe, you know, frustration, a good tantrum now and again. And I'm sure that you're in that same place too. We are so like her. Martha 
opened her home to Jesus. As believers, we, we do too. We open our home to him. We want him with us. Martha, though, she just the same like us, quickly became distracted. We quickly become distracted. What was she distracted by? Martha, Martha was striving for perfection that day. Her intentions were right. Her spirit was not, which is something we have to be oh so, so, so careful of. She was so distracted by tasks, creating the perfect atmosphere, so distracted by these things that she couldn't enjoy being in the presence of the Almighty King. Let's look at that a different way. Maybe more so for us. We can get so caught up in running after our own imagined perfection and the tasks that we need to work through to obtain it. We miss God in those everyday moments where he beckons us to just come sit a while. Think about that. Jesus was actually sitting in Martha's home. He was physically there in the flesh, and her focus was still on the wrong thing. But it's not just Martha that had this problem. Isn't that what Eve did too? Her focus was shifted away from all that she could have to the one thing she couldn't. Have you ever been in that place that it's that spot where you throw all your blessings out the window and your day is destroyed because of the one thing that you don't have? That was earth shattering for Eve, so much so that we are still living the ripple effect of her decision. Friends, there is a ripple effect intended or unintended for every false perfection we run after. I want to pretend for a moment that we are a present day Martha. We're trying to be present with our family. We're trying to listen to our pastor. We're trying to pray, but our mind is racing through the day and we're strategizing what needs to be done. Or we're trying to be grateful for the job God's provided, the home we're living in, all of the things he has provided, but we do what she does. Or we're trying to be grateful for the job God's provided, the home we are living in, all of the things he's provided, But there we are. We're just like Martha. You know, Martha, when we look at what she's really doing, you know, laying aside my like and dislike attitude about her, she she really shows us that this struggle we face is real and it has been existing throughout time, right? We already mentioned Eve. It didn't even start with Martha. It goes clear back to Eve. Eve was reaching for fruit, but what she was really reaching for was this imagined higher level of perfection, which is really what we're reaching for when we run after all the things we've already talked about, a better party for our kid, a better lifestyle than we've been given, more recognition than we're experiencing, more more friends, a better body than we've been given, a more attractive face than God has created for us, more affirmation, a higher standard of living, and the list goes on and on and on and on. Martha knew who Jesus was. She knew how special he was, and she just wanted everything to be right for him. Her intentions were good, just like ours with our friends, our family, our employers. And this thought, as well-intentioned as it is, is so dangerous because it leads us to the same place as Martha, where we grab hold of the reins, striving to control our way to perfection through our own means. Hey, imagine her. She's like scouring those dishes. She is sweeping floors. She is putting things away, thinking over every minute detail, desiring everything to be perfect. 
All the while, frustration is rising and it's building within her as she looks at everything that needs to be done. And then to Mary just sitting there doing nothing and her blood is boiling the same as ours when we're cleaning the house and we are wondering how on earth does my family not see all the work that must be done. Martha reached her max. Her fury had her spinning when she went to Jesus and told him to help, tell her sister to help her. We've, we reach our max too. We become so tired by all the to-dos that we have built in our mind that our filter literally like flies off and we go off at whoever or whatever crosses our path. What Martha did with hers, however, was actually, it was so perfect. Bold in my mind, albeit, but her comfort with the Lord was such that she knew where to go when she had had all she could take, which is something we need to learn from her. When Martha went to Jesus, he did not rebuke her. He didn't tell her she was crazy. He didn't shame her in any way. No, what he did was gently shift her gaze and focused it back on what really mattered, which is what we need help doing sometimes, don't we? Everything in us yearns for perfection, and that really exists. It's our means of fulfillment that is off, and Jesus' explanation to Martha is just as relevant to us. Mary chose the good part. Before we go into the good part she chose, let's look at what she didn't choose. Mary didn't choose to obsess over creating the perfect environment, nor was she worried about the minute details. She wasn't focused on the temporal. The thoughts of others did not sway her from the decision she made. There was something different about Mary. She wasn't consumed by temporal. She was focused on eternal. She wasn't working through tasks. She was listening to her Savior. She knew who was in that room, and she was willing to surrender all the to-dos to be with him. Mary understood there was something better for her to do a more fruitful way for her to spend her time, and she didn't allow anything to stand in her way, not even her culture. It was against the cultural norm for a woman to be sitting where she sat that day. During that time, their culture dictated that the woman should be doing exactly what Martha was doing, preparing, hosting, taking care of guests. Which is interesting when you look at our cultural norm today and the temptations that we face. It should prompt us to ask ourselves questions. Am I obsessing over creating the perfect life or environment, or am I focused on the I am who is perfection? Am I allowing the details to distract me from my source? Are my thoughts on the temporal, or am I rooted in the eternal? Am I working to showcase my own perfection, my own ability, or am I showcasing the work of my creator, by allowing him to demonstrate his? Am I stuck checking off a list or am I surrendered to and listening to the voice of my savior? Mary was focused on the I am, her source, the eternal. She wanted him to have the spotlight. She was not seeking it for herself and there was an eternal reward promised to her, a good part that no one was going to take from her. And that good part is still very much available for us today and every bit is contingent on that exact same choice. Mary knew good and well that there were things to be done, but Mary had a moment when she embraced her imperfection long enough to sit at the foot of Jesus, 
which is what we have to do. When we choose as Mary, we experience the true perfection our soul is yearning for. And it's then and only then that those things we're chasing after through all of these other means is finally accomplished. And our family, our friends, and our loved ones, they get the very best of us as we are finally able to stand tall and confident, knowing that we are enough. And all it takes is the shift of our gaze and focusing on what truly matters. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 tells us, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the things he planned for us long ago. Did you hear that? We are God's masterpiece. God's plan for us is hope and future and for us to do good things. Good things that won't be taken from us. Good things that we find when we rest at the foot of God's throne just like Mary did. So let's decide together today to stop striving to build our own kingdom of perfection and let's be intentional to focus on his. You just listened to an episode of the She Chooses podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to spend with me. I appreciate it so much. I pray that this episode was able to encourage you in some way, shape, or form. And I ask if it has, would you just please take a moment and leave a review. Let others know what you think about the podcast. Because when you do, what it does is it elevates this podcast in the search results of others, making it easier for them to find encouragement to their day. 